Welcome, everybody, to another Slab Stocks podcast. This week, we'll be covering week five of the NFL season. Like the last four weeks, we will be covering the good quarterbacks for the week, three good quarterbacks, that is, three bad quarterbacks, and then just news and notes from around the league, mostly fantasy-based stats and stuff that will be uh, of interest to all of you, I assume. Some big interest this week because there are some monster performances. Giant, giant performances. Yeah, a lot of giant crazy. performances on my benches around my fantasy football uh, teams. There's so. so many touchdowns in this news and notes section. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like we covered in our last uh, podcast, we briefly talked about it. Is the first week since 2004, I think, where there was uh, a quarterback with five touchdowns, a running back with four touchdowns, and a wide receiver with three touchdowns. So awesome. It's a rare week. That's sweet. All right. So should we jump into news and notes? Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah. So Christian McCaffrey is a running back who may win the MVP. An amazing running back. <laughs> yeah. If you can even classify him as a running back at this point. True. I mean, obviously he had 19 carries for 176 yards rushing this year, this week and two touchdowns, but another 61 yards receiving <laughs> – and a touchdown along with six receptions. Um, just another insanely good week. Every week he has like over 150 yards from scrimmage. This week he had over 225 yards from scrimmage, which is ridiculous. Three touchdowns. Uh, Would have had to have had, what, 6, 12, 18, 24, 34, 41, and six receptions, like 47 points in uh, PPR leagues. Yeah, and also I don't know if I think I might have not heard it, but you said two touch or you didn't say two touchdowns. So he yeah, also, two touchdowns rushing, one touchdown receiving. Yeah. Did you see that 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 tweet this week uh, or whatever statistic that Chris McCaffrey has more all-purpose yards through five weeks than Todd Gurley and Ezekiel Elliott have combined? Does not shock me. Isn't it insane though? Like think I about mean, that. Todd Gurley had fifty-one yards this week. I know, but it's still crazy. Yeah. Like, if you, thought, if you told me that preseason, you know, just be like, what the heck, no. That's true. I mean, if you would have told me that Chris Godwin would be, like, the number one ranked fantasy wide receiver, I would have not believed you either. But Speaking of Chris Godwin, just had a post on him today uh, on Instagram. And actually, the, I'll just talk about this briefly before we get into more statistics. But it was a post centered around the investments of wide receivers and running backs because Chris Godwin – if you bought Chris Godwin or drafted in fantasy, you literally made a flawless call. He's been the best wide receiver in the NFL for fantasy points wise through the first five weeks. However, if you bought it, uh, his silver rookie autograph from Prism after his first big week, which happened after week two, he had like 125, 125 yards and touchdown. It was selling for $14. And today, which was now after two weeks of like 300 combined receiving yards and four touchdowns, he is only at $16. So it's literally went up like 25% over the past three to four weeks of dominant performances. So just something to think about if you're buying wide receivers and running backs. Um, if um, Other than Christian McCaffrey, who's actually went up quite a bit, he's gone up from $25 for a base PSA 10 rookie to now $90, which is a huge jump. So that one would have paid off. Uh, there's many instances like Chris Godwin where you can make a great call, but 
it's just that the demand's not there and people don't necessarily want the cards unless they're I like think, a, a Hall of Fame like talent also switches that with McCaffrey. So that's also where that comes from. I think a lot of that might have to do with the fact that he plays on Tampa Bay. It, it, it does. It does. I mean, I think that 25% jump is low as well. And, of course, there's something else there than just the wide receiver thing. But, like, it's just a it's a common thing that wide receivers barely move compared to quarterbacks. I mean, Kyle Allen gets named the starter, and he goes up 300%. Yeah. I would just like to point out that <coughs> – excuse me. I was in TJ Maxx the other day down here in uh, Florida, uh, about an hour east of Tampa Bay. And they had no Tampa Bay Rays gear, which is what I was looking for, but endless amounts of Tampa Bay Buccaneers gear in the middle of the season, five weeks in, and they have endless amounts of Tampa Bay Buccaneers gear. So that kind of goes to show you how much people like the Buccaneers. Yeah. Also, like TJ Maxx is getting and all that stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Just briefly uh, diverting. I'm very excited for the Astros and Rays game uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Rays have, so, Rays have looked so awesome. Fans the world. What do you say? And so are all the Pirate fans of the world. Oh, right. <laughs> they get to watch Tyler Glassdown and Garrett Cole, who are supposed to lead them to uh, championships, uh, <laughs> pitch for each other's uh, two different teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, oh, just brutal for the Pirates. But we should get back to these statistics here. Yes, we should. We've gone on a tangent. All right. Uh, number two, Aaron Jones. He was yes. a four-touchdown guy. 19 carries, 170 yards, four touchdowns. Added in 75 receiving yards. <clears throat> Too bad he couldn't have grabbed an extra, what, 17 yards to 18 yards to make an even 200. But, yeah. but still a huge, a huge week. Huge week. Huge week from Aaron Jones. Also has eight rushing touchdowns on the year. He does. And I heard that that matches the same as last year. Yeah, through five weeks. So, uh, while Aaron Rodgers hasn't been throwing a ton of touchdowns, Aaron Jones has been picking up the slack. Yep. All right, uh, Josh Jacobs threw him in here. 26 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns, 20 receiving yards. 20 receiving yards doesn't really mean much, but, you know, two extra points of fantasy. The interesting part is just, you know, he's a rookie. And a great week for him. So, nice to see. And a big win for the Raiders. Huge win. And they also blew a huge lead, but luckily they won. Yeah. Also, I was just going to say, it's like you said, with that he's a rookie this year, pretty noteworthy considering that the skill position rookie crop is pretty terrible. Yeah. Talking about you, David Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. uh, speaking of the Raiders, Amari Cooper, who is no longer a Raider, 11 receptions, 226 yards, and a touchdowns and a t- and a and a touchdown against uh, the Packers. Pretty good secondary, so that's a nice week from him. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Michael Gallup, who had like seven receptions and 100 and like 30 yards or something like that, or 13 yards, or I don't remember, 100 something yards and a touchdown. So good week for Michael Gallup too, who is on my fantasy team. Uh, Will Fuller, the fifth, unbelievable week. Probably the best week out of a wide receiver I've seen in a while. Yeah, he had a monster week. Huge. Yeah. 14 receptions, 217 yards, three touchdowns. Doesn't get much better than that. At the same time, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a huge disappointment to uh, his fantasy owners because he's just not getting touchdowns. 
think yeah. he finished with like 70 receptions and five uh, reception or five receptions and 70 yards. I was gonna say, that's a lot of receptions for one game. Yeah, 70 receptions. That would not be a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Thomas, continuing his year-long dominance of any team he goes up against. 11 receptions, 182 yards, and two touchdowns. So, great week from him yet again, which I guess is just expected now. Uh, DJ Chark, Jr., eight receptions, 164 yards, two touchdowns. DJ Chark, Jr. is officially – a put in your starting lineup and leave there until the end of time. He's been really, really good this year. Yeah. I know that it he is. ran super fast 40 two years ago at the combine, but he's actually been really good everywhere. Yeah. Uh, he appears to be Gardner Minshew's favorite target. Put him in that lineup, leave him there. If you're lucky enough to have picked him up off of waivers in your fantasy league earlier this year or in your dynasty league earlier this year, you're looking real smart right now. Other than when you're an idiot because you mentioned this week. Well, I never look at my – I hardly ever change my lineup. <laughs> I changed it this week, though, so that I could get every position being a top-ten player except for one. Humble brag. <laughs> yeah, humble brag. Uh, Chris Godwin – wait, Aaron, what's your record in our Dynasty League? Two and three. Ooh. Dude, you, you know you, – do you know that I've scored ten points less than you but I've surrendered like 150 points more? Hey, do you know that I'm 5-0? Yeah, which is stupid. My team is yeah. much better than me. That's all that matters. Five and zero. Oh. Uh, every position except for one is top ten. Multiple positions, I have multiple top tens. So you know, it's tough. Uh, Chris Godwin, who we talked about before, seven receptions, hundred twenty-five yards, and two touchdowns. He is also a must-start. Put him in there, and go. I've got a buddy in one of my leagues that has. Chris Godwin, Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, and one other guy, and like zero running backs. Dude, you you gotta hear this. My roommate Jake, he is one and four, and this is his team: Carson Wentz, Zeke Elliott, David Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Josh Jacobs, Travis Kelsey, and then he has Tyreek Hill on the bench. Whoa, he that he. He made a ton of trades after the second week. He already had Johnson as Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, and he's Cooper Cup too. He's Dang, one and four. That was a top ten wide receiver. I know. <laughs> Cooper Cup's really good. Just gonna throw that out there. Uh, anyways, we got to keep moving on. And then the last news and notes: Eagles defense. I know they played Luke Falk and the Jets, who are bad, but they had two touchdowns, one pick six, one fumble recovery, and ten sacks on the day. Dude, nine nine against Luke Falk, one against some other dude. You got you got to hear this. So playing my dad this week in Dynasty, handily won one hundred and fifty to like ninety. But the point is, is that he picks up he so he picks up a defense, happens to be the Eagles defense. So makes the right call, leaves him on the bench, and doesn't point at a defense because he forgot to. <laughs> Left like thirty some points on the bench. <laughs> That's okay. I had one hundred twenty nine points on my bench between. Matt Ryan, Will Fuller, DJ Chark, and Michael Gallup. I'd if I'd have put all the right pieces in, I'd have broken two hundred. Yeah, that would have been a huge week. That would have been. All right. Well, that is our news and notes. Should we move on to the good quarterbacks of the week? Oh yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. All right. Number one in our hearts. Number one on this list. And number one in being the second best quarterback in the league so far this year, 
Deshaun Watson. So good. So good. Not as good as Patrick Mahomes, but so good. 28 for 33, 426 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero sacks, a 158.3 passer rating, which is perfect. I know it's the Falcons and their defense is terrible and they made Kirk Cousins look good earlier this year. But five incompletions, 426 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero sacks. Spectacular game. Hey, I I, I got to say something really quick. So do you remember our preseason podcast, the one with your hot take of Mitchell Trubisky? This is not related to that. I'm just trying to remind you of the one that we did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So right before we started talking about the, the cards and stuff, we made our preseason MVP predictions, and we both said other than Patrick Mahomes, you went with Jared Goff and Cam Newton, and I went with Deshaun Watson or Carson Wentz. In my defense. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no getting out of this. <laughs> In my defense, uh, I didn't realize Jared Goff would have such a fumble problem. Him and his tiny hands have betrayed me. <laughs> uh, number two, Cam Newton did look good last year before injury. Yeah, and he looked bad this year before re-injury. Granted, yeah, he got hurt so in the preseason. I was going after last year. You never know. You never know with Cam. Maybe he comes back from injury and plays like a superstar in the last, uh, like, eight weeks of the season. Highly unlikely. Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, yeah. How about, how about some – Cover them prices. Yeah, how about some Prism PSA 10 rookies? So on October 3rd, uh, Deshaun Watson's P- Prism PSA 10 base rookie was going for $110. And after the game on October 8th, which is yesterday, they are now up to $155. So that is a nice bump of $45. I, I honestly would have thought that they'd be being bought at a faster rate right now because I think that some are probably still sitting at 155 to 160 on eBay. I think one couple on tonight. <clears throat> one one more big weekend, it's for sure a two hundred dollar card. Yeah. Ah, that's that's steep. I think. Yeah. Well, one week jump. No, but, it's a two two week two week jump. Well, I guess it's forty five dollars each week. Yeah. Um. Now I will say this: some of them were ending for like one twenty. I just took the closest one to the date that was like uh, auction, and for yeah. around one ten. Yeah. Because. The, shipping prices and stuff will be as i there. say you were saying 120 before the game not after yeah 110 120 and then the last one sold for 155 so a good jump but there was a lot that sold for 150 also um so you know well we're talking five bucks here just one of those things yeah when you're talking 150 bucks what's an extra five yeah exactly <clears throat> all, all right. right so number number two on the list Russell Wilson. UW represent, baby. Let's go. 17 for 23, 268 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, was sacked once, and had a 151.8 passer rating, which is also very close to perfect. Did you watch that game at all, or were you not able to see it? No, I didn't. Well, did you see the highlight with Tyreek Hill? I'm sorry, Travis. Sorry, Tyler Lockett. Wow, that was really messed up. Uh, No, I didn't. I didn't. I I. Well, I've obviously been pretty busy. Oh, yeah. I got to watch the Packer game, and that's about it. I know. Well, this was the Thursday night game last week, and Russell Wilson had one of the craziest passes I've ever seen to Tyler Lockett, who then had one of the craziest catches I've ever seen. So if you want to look that up after this podcast, do it. 
But my point is, is that Russell Wilson looked awesome. And he's so good. He makes so many different plays out of nothing. It's incredible. It is incredible. Him, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, make something out of nothing. Yep. They all had nice plays this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that one Rodgers play, the, the most impressive part about that play was how he stopped on a dime before the line of scrimmage. Like, I yep. literally don't know how he did it. And then stopped also, on a dime and then threw it right, perfect dart to his uh, tight end's hands. Also, really good catch on that by Tunyon, too. He got up. Yep. All right. Uh, you want to cover them prices? Yeah, I don't remember. Did you say his stats? Yep. Okay, good. So on October 3rd, I was just checking. Uh, Tops Chrome rookie PSA 10 because in 2012 there was no prism. Uh, up until 2016 is when it was just Tops Chrome. And then 2016 prism football take, took over. Even though there was prism football all the way back in 2014, just no one cares about it compared to Tops Chrome. So on October 3rd, Tops Chrome rookie PSA 10 sold for $50. October 8th, $90, which is probably a buy it now, unless there's an auction ending. I don't know that you can answer that. And October these 9th, were all like buy it nows. All right. So, yeah, because these don't there get was two, There was two on October 8th for 90 Yep. And then there was one on October 9th for 65 And uh, let me say this, Topps Chrome PSA 10 rookies, they don't sell very often of these players from the, like the 2012 to 2015 range. I mean, sometimes they do, but like especially Russell Wilson's, uh, the buy it now is we're getting hit all over the place. So that's where I'm thinking that like one got listed for 65 and then some people want to buy for 90. So probably around an 80 some dollar card right now, I'd say. Yep. Just wanted to give them a show that there was a range, but they were all above. Yeah. What it was in the past. Yeah. And also quick note, if he does go on to win MVP or get second or something, uh, he is still very undervalued. And I thought so before the season, um, I was going to buy a card just for my collection. I didn't. Now I regret it because I won't be able to get it for that same price ever. <laughs> Unless he is terrible. True. Uh, moving on, number three, Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater. Had a great week yet again. He's making the Saints. The Saints really haven't lost too big of a step here <laughs> with Drew Brees injured. It'll be interesting if Drew Brees comes back before the uh, trade deadline if they end up shipping him out to a team that needs a quarterback and wants to get him on their team before having to sign him in free agency. But he went 26 for 34 for 314 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, zero sacks, and a 131.3 passer rating. Dude, um, I'm not trying to refute what you said, but I think if the uh, Saints trade Teddy after how good he's played and if he's okay with backing up Brees for us this season, whatever – I think that they have to keep him. I mean, if Breeze got hurt within the first couple of weeks this year and, you know, maybe they'd finish the season off really well, maybe he doesn't even, you know, he just retires. But I guess that they can also figure out the quarterback at a later date if they want to do that and capitalize on a, a hot streak. I mean, sure, if you think Drew Breeze is going to retire. Well, yeah. I assume he's going for, like, at least, like, two more years. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, I, I, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is going to want to sit, sit as a backup. Years. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just comes down to when Drew Brees is going to retire, like yeah. you said. And uh, I have no prices on Teddy Two Gloves. I didn't really think the prices mattered too much. Uh, he is, what, 28? Um, yeah, and his his cards are all in Vikings jerseys. He went to the Jets and stuff, so it's not like that these are, like, super hot commodities. Yeah, it's just it's – the important part was that he's been playing well. He is actually 26. 
younger than I thought. Yeah, um, that is a little bit younger than I thought. But the the cards weren't really moving around any, and it's a very odd set of cards being sold. So I didn't put him in. Just figured I should bring him up because he's played well, and I've ignored him and ignored him, and now I throw him in there. Great week from Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, awesome. All right, on the other end of the spectrum, this is got bad weeks. <laughs> that I'm just going to preface this with that the Browns got absolutely embarrassed on Monday Night Football this week. And your boy, <laughs> your favorite quarterback. Yeah, he's not playing real great. Is But we, we can talk. They added, they added so much talent, and yet he would be able to do more. Like we learned with Dak Prescott this weekend with uh, Tyrone, Tyrone Smith, yeah, uh, being injured, is that if you don't have a good like left tackle, <coughs> offensive line, left tackle specifically, you are in trouble. Dak Prescott went from looking really, really good to looking really, really bad. Uh, not really, really bad. Still threw two touchdowns and did all right. But threw three picks. Got sacked a bunch. Because the most important player on that offense is Tyrone Smith. Not Dak, not Zeke, not Amari Cooper. Yep. Uh, Baker Mayfield has no offensive line. He barely gets time to throw. He's scrambling for his life. So it's not really his fault. But the ironic part is they bring in Odell. They bring in Kareem Hunt, who hasn't played yet. They got Nick Chubb. They got Jarvis Landry. They, Landry. they got David Njoku, who's injured. And yet, you replace two of those guys with, like, one good left tackle, and that offense is probably a thousand times better. Yeah, literally, like, the, the thing is, is that Baker's the type of guy, I feel like, that when it starts to go poorly, it just goes very poorly. But if he can just settle into the rhythm, he looks amazing. Like last year, like the second half of the season, he put up an insane amount of touchdowns, was in a rhythm. The You can't even say that the Browns are close to a single type of rhythm, especially when Odell is doing absolutely nothing too. So I'm not saying it's going to happen this season, but they need to fix something to fix Baker, who, prob- who obviously has talent. You don't set the rookie touchdown record if you're not good. So something has to change. Yeah, it's called signing some offensive linemen. Yeah. Or becoming good at drafting them like the Packers. Well, maybe uh, the maybe uh, who have that Eldridge kid, uh, Patrick, the center. No, no, their left tackle. Uh, what's I mean, not left tackle, left guard. What's his name? I can't remember it. Yeah, Second round say, pick from this last year. Well, I was gonna say Lane uh, Taylor, but I thought he's a different position. No, Lane Taylor's injured. Um, I forget it now, but he stepped in. He's done well. Well, 
you know how the Colts, how quickly that offensive line switched? They were bad for two seasons. Andrew Luck would get killed. And then, well, actually, I guess it's not that quick if it's two seasons. But no. my point is, is that they have also the Colts drafted Quentin Nelson, yeah. the highest rated guard prospect ever. Yeah, who's so good. He's so good. Oh. Um, but anyways, we'll go on to Baker Mayfield's stats here. He was eight for 22. Yeah, that's really bad. Eight for 22. That's almost 33% completion percentage. He was really 10 for 22, and one-fifth of his completed passes were interceptions. He was 8 for 22, 100 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, four sacks, a 13.4 passer rating. He almost had as many sacks and interceptions combined as he had completed passes. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> like that sounds that's so it's so stupid it's kind of funny but also not funny because yeah. that was so bad it's bad it's real real bad and for, for so. his price for his prices october 6th before the game they're selling because this was a monday night game uh, if you are not yep. aware october 6th is prison base rookie psa 10 selling for 80 dollars, and now yesterday is selling for 75 uh, i'd assume if they hit halfway point of the season and they haven't had a couple good weeks in a row that these would probably be like 50 bucks. Uh, at the same time, their schedule is very easy coming up. I'm almost positive. So that's something to possibly look forward to. The nice thing about these two sale dates is there's a true $5 drop. I rounded down for both of them from like 82 to 80 and 77 to 75. So we are actually looking at a price drop instead of just a shift in uh, shipping costs. Also, I said that their schedule gets easy, but that's in a couple of weeks. That is not in the next couple. Like, so basically, they play the Seahawks this week, who actually their defense didn't play that well against the Rams at all. But they do have a really nice pass rush, which will not help um, against the Browns. And then they play the Patriots, which will probably be like 50 to 0. And then they play the Broncos, Bills, Steelers, Dolphins, Brown, uh, Steelers, Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens. Bengals. So the second half of the season it's it's very easy. The next couple of weeks not so much. Well, you get through these next couple of weeks, you let bankers prices drop, you invest, you see what happens. I guess that's what I'm here. Yeah, really if you want to buy Baker, wait until after the Patriots game um or after the Bills game if you want to stick it out even longer because you are Oh like, yeah, you don't know I want to play the Bills no. defense, right? So so I guess what I should say is on November 11th so veterans day remember that you go on ebay and you buy a baker <laughs> 10 prism for 50 dollars, and then they play the terrible steelers the terrible dolphins the steelers again the really bad Bengals, the bad cardinals they're a ravens team that they lit up a couple weeks ago and then another Bengals team so the, the the last like eight games is ridiculously easy or even better november 11th you go on to slapsocks.com, you sign up for our eBay uh, pre-trial, oh, yeah. and then you get Baker Mayfield links sent to you that you don't have to search out, that you know are already going to be good cards. True. Yeah. That's an even better proposition. Yeah. I like it. I like yes. it. I so like it, too. Do that, people. <laughs> All right. Number one, Baker Mayfield, Aaron's favorite quarterback. Trey. Yes. Yes, trash on it, but he is still is one of my favorites. I love watching him still, even number like, two. One of our favorite quarterbacks, most exciting at the very least. Him and Josh Allen, I think, are my two favorite quarterbacks from last year. Lamar Jackson, not a great week. 
No. 19 for 28, 161 yards passing, one touchdown, three interceptions, five sacks, a 54.9 pass rating. This is now multiple weeks where he's looked bad. Um, obviously, there's going to be some growing pains. You don't get to play the Dolphins every week. You know, so it's – I don't know. I still love the guy. I love him. think he's going to be good. It's always going to be growing pains. <coughs> but, I mean, they won. They beat Pittsburgh. But, you know, they played Miami and Arizona the first two weeks when he looked amazing. After that, it's been Kansas City, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, and he has not looked great. No, hasn't really done done a whole lot, really. And his prices have fallen, uh, actually. Yep. So September 29th, prison-based rookie PSA 10, so for $150, uh, which was up a ton. If you don't remember, they were like – $35 going into the season or like week four of the preseason. And now they are 120 on October 8th. So they've taken a little bit of a drop um, and a couple more weeks, like, excuse me, a couple more weeks like this, I'm sure um, they will obviously continue to drop. So hopefully Lamar Jackson turns it around and starts uh, playing really well again. I would agree. Moving on to number three, this is a guy I didn't ever want to add in, but it's just so ridiculous at this point how bad he is that, I, I mean, obviously he's better than me. I would be much worse than him if I went on to him and had to throw a football around. But Luke Falk, on the year he has yet to eclipse 200 yards. <clears throat> on the year he has yet to throw a touchdown pass. The last two weeks combined – he combined for 218 yards passing in two weeks and three interceptions on 48 attempts. 27 completions on 48 attempts for 218 yards and three interceptions. But this week, he went 15 for 26, 120 yards, zero interceptions. I mean, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, two fumbles. He lost one of them. And got sacked nine times. Good for a 37.3 passer rating. He had, well, he lost one fumble. Let's just say between fumbles, interceptions, and sacks, he had 13, which is two less than his completions. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. Yeah, that's really bad. That's on the year, bad. On the year, he has 14, 16 sacks, three interceptions, and two fumbles, <laughs> so 21, like, really bad things. Yeah. Combined sacks, interceptions, and fumbles, whereas he has uh, 47 completions. That's like half. <laughs> Almost half. Yeah, that's wild. And zero touchdowns. And yeah. since, obviously, his price – or his cards, the, like, he was a backup, actually a third string – Became a starter after a mono uh, sickness and a broken ankle or whatever happened to Trevor Simeon. But his cards have always been cheap, and they still are cheap. So Nate just picked out some sales in October so far that are almost laughable. Um, you get a select gold rookie autograph. So this is like, you know, your gold refractor number out of 10 for $7.50, a prism silver auto for $6.80, a prism white sparkle for $8, which are super short print, 
and like a baker used to sell for like probably a thousand dollars and then a prism neon green auto for five dollars and 79 cents and keep in mind this is with shipping so a lot of these are probably worth like a dollar or no more like three dollars but close enough yeah a select die cut gold auto for 750 <laughs> that means that you that, that means that you're so bad <laughs> the white sparkle the white sparkle for eight dollars that's like normally one of your best prison parallels that's it's ridiculous. Crazy. That's super crazy. So Luke Falk, obviously he is not the answer for the Jets. And Sam Darnold is coming back this week. Um, so, you know, this is the last, the first and last time we will talk about Luke Falk. It's just, he was not ready. I imagine <coughs> he sticks around for the remainder. <coughs> Excuse me. I imagine he sticks around for the remainder of the year uh, because he is uh, like their only backup, but there's no way this guy lasts in the next year. No, there's no chance. Also, uh, for uh, Jets fans out there, Chris uh, Herdon is Herndon is uh, off of suspension. He's their tight end, and he's back this week, so – and he was Sam Darnold's like favorite target last year, and Sam Darnold is healthy, so it should be an interesting week for is those Sam, people that might need a tight end. Is Sam Darnold starting this week? I believe so. I'm pretty sure yeah. I saw that. Dang, yeah. that's nice. Well, that concludes the week five recap. <clears throat> I actually have the week six schedule already pulled up because I'm on top Ooh, of it. So. Normally, Nate runs down this uh, this segment, but I'll throw out some some games here Nate you can add in where you want um, I'll just start with the Thursday night game just because it's the only game on tomorrow night we have the Giants and the Patriots uh, Saquon Barkley ruled out again I hear Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard also so the weapons are basically zero Wayne Goldman is also out I think so yeah Giants are probably going to score zero points and then a bunch of bad games like between the Redskins and the Dolphins and the Panthers and the Buccaneers isn't super exciting unless you want to watch like Kyle Allen. <clears throat> and then uh, you got the Eagles and the Vikings, which is a pretty big NFC matchup, a lot of playoff implications there. Texans and Chiefs, which is definitely an important game on the AFC for sure. Um, and then actually the 49ers and Rams is a much more important game than what I probably thought going into the season. <laughs> the 49ers are undefeated. And I think the Rams are three and two. So they're not, you know, they're not like five and oh, uh, like I would expect over the 49ers. And then if you're a big Cowboys fan, which everyone hates the Cowboys, so you probably aren't, uh, they're playing the Jets, which the Jets are terrible. Sorry, Lou. And then the. But Sam Darnold's back. True, true. Sam Darnold is back. also not very good. But well, we, we got to see more. Yeah, yeah we got to see more for sure. Um, and then the huge tilt on Monday night, which has a ton of playoff implications, is the Packers and Lions because the Lions have actually played pretty well this year, really well. True. Also, a little bit of an update. Uh, Chris Herndon? Yeah. Three hours ago. Back from suspension, injured hamstring. <laughs> injured hamstring in the first practice. Uh, he was back to. Brutal. So, just kidding. Don't pick him up. He's injured. 
and there goes my starting tight end for this week. Find a new one. Yep, got to go find a new one. All right. Well, with that, uh, Aaron, do we have what else do we have coming up this week? So today is Wednesday. We had a podcast coming out right now that you're listening to. Yesterday we had a YouTube video on a prospect in baseball. Day before that we had our baseball Bowman Chrome 2018 podcast, but that's looking backwards, but it's like forwards instead. And tomorrow we have a YouTube video on a slab wars with Rory from Slab Stocks. I'm sorry, Rory from Brewtown. Uh, messed that one up. And we are very excited for that one. You heard it in the last podcast we talked about, it, but Brewtown are great guys. And uh, we really enjoyed having them at the National Live with us, ripping some 2018 Chronicles basketball, Rory's favorite product. And then on Friday, we all have our normal uh, post uh, Friday night that is a little bit more research based uh, versus a you know a little graph here and there, which Nate will definitely write up for us. Yes. Um, also, uh, Sunday Slabs comes out on Sunday. If you have yes. not done so already, uh, and you want just lighthearted uh, information, fun. One, um, for that for sure at slabsocks.com. And uh, I guess that's all from me. Aaron, you got anything else? No, just a huge uh, stat-packed week, lots of huge performances. Uh, hoping to see the same this week because it definitely makes football exciting. Yes. Yes, it does. Also, go Packers. Please beat the Lions on Monday night. Go Pack. Oh, Monday night game. Awesome. Wait, all the way through Sunday. I We will have had no Sunday football for what? Is this the third week? Out of, we, we played the Cowboys on Sunday this past weekend. Yeah, but we had a Thursday night game and a Thursday night game and a Monday night game. No, we literally just played the Packers or the Cowboys. No, 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 I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking overall. We'll have had no football on Sunday for three of the six weeks. Oh, even three weeks in a row. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I was confused there for a second. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to our Week 5 NFL Recap. Uh, as always, enjoyable to uh, talk about the NFL week from the previous week. I think, Aaron, you probably enjoy it too. I love it, especially because Nate, Nate does a great job with collecting the research, so it helps a lot. No, no problemo here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you guys tune in next week for our Week 6 NFL Recap, and uh, have a good rest of your night.